0: I play the villain, fuck they feelings, Corey Dillon with the rock, boy. Still clawing to the bingo when the drop, boy. I be Ricky Bobby whipping, got the bingo when the drop, boy. <laughs> I shake and bake and make it hot, boy. Yeah, you talking to the man now? Don't mess around and got my money right. OG dancing like my pops came home, he did a bid. He just ain't been home, now I ain't tripping. shit just ain't for some. I'm still balling like he never left. No stripes run the game, I'm the new ref. Loud pipes, switching lanes, need my muffler fixed. Plus, my brakes ain't shit. And my radio got a ghost in it, but windows down, still ghost in it with a fat Stogie in my dinner work. She says she know me, flash a dinner word. Hop in, girl. Don't scratch the paint job. And let's ride. Right. Cause tonight might be our last night. Get some more. B.S. that I've been working on. <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with y'all. But uh, yeah, welcome back to a Mike and Ashtray and an L.P. want to give a quick shout out to my longtime friend and uh, a fan, listener of the podcast, Star Warren. As you can tell, Star, there's no birds here. Um, <laughs> we are back from vacation. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm back in Springfield uh, If you followed along with Last week's episode I was out in Arizona It was a great time I was out with some family um, Rachel's grandmother lives out In Courtside, Arizona So we were just visiting her uh, You know Riding four wheelers Exploring uh, Went out to Joshua Tree National Park took some pictures and uh just had a good time you know but um of course it's back to the task at hand back to the grind uh gotta get back to this paper so I'm actually sitting outside my job now uh getting ready to go in and start this shift but I just wanted to come holler at y'all of course before I do so so um we're just gonna pick up our story where we left off uh Still in sixth grade, uh of course we're still bumping that Lauren Hill the unplugged album uh I'm not at home like I said earlier, so we're still doing things a little unorthodox, but you know we're gonna rock as best we can um but yes, I do need to start like an email address or something soon. Uh, I'll probably do that tonight actually sometime um so after this episode if you have any like um suggestions, tips, pointers, what have you, I'll, you know, create a email address where you can like drop your suggestions in the box, I guess. Long story short. Of course I've had tons of people tell me they want me to have some guests on there. guests on here, I'm sorry. Uh they wanna be a guest on here. And we'll get there. We'll get there for folks, I promise you that. But I mainly want to know about you know uh I want to hear about other stories that other people want to share and um if you would like I'd, I'll definitely share your story on here as it relates to mine you know and because that's the main reason why I'm doing this is to like kind of you know bring people together and let them know that we all have these same sort of struggles and you know we all may have similar paths what have you um Uh, ultimately the goal is the same it's just you know to grow up and be successful and be something and you know the definition of that isn't anything in specific so uh, let me go ahead and start this music Um, and then we'll get started with the story So I'm trying to remember specifically where I am in sixth grade at this point in time. I know I talked a bit about playing football, obviously, because that's what I love. Um, and I talked a little bit about my homie Kip Henry, Kip Henry, how we uh, had a little bit of a a competition going on back then, just to see who could be the the best student, what have you. And that was just a challenge that our our um teacher put upon us but uh, nothing serious you know we were just we were just homies at the end of the day sorry y'all if i be pausing in my speech here and there i got people walking around my car looking at me like i'm crazy because i'm talking to myself but uh, they don't realize that i'm recording a podcast episode just carry on mind your effing business i'm not bothering you (laughs) please don't bother me but yeah um I know the main point of last week's episode was uh just about my adolescent growth and and what I considered you know becoming a man i'm I'm sure there was much more to that uh i i, I say I would say there's pillars to becoming a man, but this was like maybe that first hurdle that first pillar that I came to but um, that was of course understanding my body physically. And I told a little goofy story about, you know, my sixth grade graduation, being all sweaty and new pubic hairs growing in my armpits and obviously in other places. But, yeah, um, I just, of course, try not to get too graphic either. You know, I don't, I don't want to gross people out. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I want to be honest with people. Uh, when I was in sixth or seventh grade, you know, that was obviously the first time. I experienced things like wet dreams and, you know, masturbation and ejaculation and all that type of stuff like that. Uh, I'll I'll leave you guys with one little memory of mine and you just take with it, you know, as you wish. But uh, I I remember um, sneaking out of my room into another room because we didn't have uh, we had cable, but just not in, in my room with me and my brother for whatever reason. Uh, haters but anyways um I snuck into another room to you know watch the nudie channel because you know I'm 12 years old I'm curious to see what these things are like and um I didn't really you know decide oh I want to masturbate after you know going in there to watch the show or whatever but um obviously something led up to the point where you know I'm masturbating and um now, long story short, I ejaculated for the first time. And I remember being, like, you know, 12 years old. My voice just cracking and wheezing. And, you know, but I'm still this kid at heart because I got on, like, these fleece zip-up pajamas with, like, polar bears and, and Christmas trees all over them. But I got, like, cum all over my hands. Like, if you can uh, wrap your head around that. But, yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's kind of weird growing up. A guy, man, where... We're, Really strange individuals Um, But yeah Like I said I was starting to Understand my body at that point And um That Experience is obviously shocking But um At the same time refreshing You know it was uh God that sounds gross But it was an obvious um Turning point For me so um I stopped masturbating (laughs) To be, to be honest, for a long time, just because I was afraid of it, you know what I mean, and and you know, there's no like place where you find out where you're supposed to dispose of those types of things, and I can't like ask anybody, you know, like hey, you know, what do I do when I'm jacking off? What do I, what do I, where do I put it? You know what I mean? Um, Because like I said, when I was younger, most of us made fun of each other. For jacking off, like that's that's not something you do. That's yeah, that's gross. You're, you're gross, or you know, you know, trying you trying you supposed to be trying to get girls. What are you doing, being your own meat? But um, yes, yeah, us dudes were weird. But yeah, let's just move on <laughs> because uh, it, I feel like it's probably about that time anyways. But um, I told you about sixth grade graduation. It was fun. It was a good time, all jokes aside, and um, I did eventually get used to my braces. It's funny, I was supposed to only get the braces for like two years, um, which would have, let's see, I got them my sixth grade graduation, which meant, would have meant I would have had them off right as I was starting high school. But, um, you know, long story short, I, I didn't take good care of my braces, so I ended up have to to wear them longer. But, you know, we'll get to that. But, yeah, um, so I graduated sixth grade. I'm starting seventh grade. And I would say seventh grade was probably one of the funnest times of my life, man. Like, it wasn't that, um, you know, the grades before that weren't fun or I didn't enjoy them or whatever. But it was just like, you know, we were finally starting to feel like Big kids, you know, when uh, we were in elementary school, everybody knew we were in elementary school because of what time we got out of school. Um, Elementary kids didn't go to school until like 8.30 and you didn't get out until like 3.30. So there was no like posing, you know, hanging out with older kids trying to pretend like, you know, you were with them. But once we got to middle school, uh, high schoolers got out at 2.15 and so did we. You know we went in at seven fifteen, 15 which I mean we had to get up a little earlier but um yeah we got out at the same time as them and i mean a lot of us same size size as them at this point in time so i mean a lot of it kind of started to blur together I started to meet a lot more people that were you know outside of my age range which was dope you know what i mean because i'll i'll be honest i always kind of looked up to um older cats and and wanted to be around to learn different things you know a lot of cats my age it was a competition you know and the older cats didn't see me as competition so they didn't treat me as competition um I'm trying to think 7th grade I went to Vale Middle School which was down the street from my house um at that time I walked there it wasn't too far so you know it wasn't that big of a deal but yeah um as I was saying with the uh Beginning school a little later. I mean, a little earlier, and getting out a little earlier. Uh, so dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh. Oh, what was I saying? There was a specific reason why I brought up us getting out earlier at two fifteen. Oh yeah, I said something about the high schoolers getting out of two fifteen. Oh yeah, yes, 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 that's right. Um there was a the high school gym was in our inside of our middle school. So, um we saw a lot of high schoolers, you know, and, and got to be around them. And it's funny, like growing up in my town, you know, when you're in elementary school, you kinda grow up idolizing at least in my area of town, the middle town middies, um, just because, you know, they're older cats. And I'm not saying that they were pro players in in our minds, but they still were like, you know, big time players. And I remember, you know, being in elementary school and looking up to those cats and going to their games and like asking them for their autographs and all that type of stuff like that. And, you know, once we got to middle school, it was like a step closer towards us being those guys. You know what I mean? And it's funny, like when I went to McKinley, the stadium where the Middletown Middies played was right behind our elementary school. And, of course, once I got to Vail, the basketball arena or the basketball gym where the Middletown Middies played was inside of our, our middle school. So, yeah, we got, like, a firsthand look most times on, you know, practices, obviously games, you know, what happy. Uh, it was just always, like, a, an aspiration of ours to um, get to that level, whether we wanted to admit to it or not. Uh, I know for a fact I did. You know what I mean? I wanted bad to be um a superstar you know what i mean i feel like that's what that's what we all want but um middle school was sweet seventh grade was relatively um um not easy but it was just i don't know i did most of my hard work and at, at a the gate program as far as like being prepared for middle school. So I was, you know, pretty ready to go there. And I mean, dang, I don't have very many memories of it besides just good times. It's funny that, 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 that it doesn't seem to stick in my mind, you know, specific memories of, of seventh grade. Um, damn. Damn. Kind of dropping the ball on this one. Well, I don't know. Let's just take a step back. You know, let's start with the beginning of the year. Obviously, I played football. Um, I had the option of playing again at Smith Park, Pee Wee Football. But I chose to, you know, try out for the middle school team. And it's funny because I started out late. I came late because, of course, I went to Detroit to see my dad, as always. Um... But yeah, I joined the team late. Um, when I joined the team, I'm trying to think. Juan Helvey was our quarterback. Uh, we had just just met Zach Davis. He was a wide receiver. Tyler Brown was a wide receiver at the time. Uh, my cousin Dion was a running back, and then. Um, I can't Remember who else was a running back. Somebody else random. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Darius, I don't think, was playing with us that year. I feel like he went to Verity or something. Like and Verity Middle School. Like it was a weird thing in Middletown. There was a line between the southern part of town and like if you were on one side of the of this specific street. This this specific street, I think it was maybe like sixteenth or seventeenth Avenue. You went to Vail, middle school, and if you were on the other side of it, you went to Verity. And I think at that time, he just lived in a specific part of town where he went to Verity. For some reason, I just do not remember Darius playing seventh grade football with us. But, you know, I don't know. At the same time, it might have been some situation with grades or, you know, what have you. This was the first time that, like, that really affected us. Like, he had to be eligible you know, to play sports as far as like your academics and that type of stuff was concerned. So, um, I mean, honestly, a lot of the guys that we used to play with when we were in PB football kind of fell to the wayside just because you know, they, they didn't care enough about school. So, you know, why play for a school that they didn't care about? Uh, and I remember D didn't play with us either because he ended up playing back down there in Smith Park. So, um, me joining the team, I had my homie Jordy with me. I can't remember what position he was playing. I think he played defense. But, yeah, I just kind of, you know, stuck with him. And I think me and him played defense. Yeah, we both played DB. And uh, we went undefeated. No, no, I'll take that back. Not our seventh grade year. We lost a couple of games. But um, I remember in eighth grade, we, we ended up going undefeated. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, let's see my 7th grade year was the first year that I um ran track that's what's super significant to me uh organized track I mean field day was one thing but like um being on a track team and actually running on a a firm track rather than just some, some sand or dust was obviously a change of pace for me so um Vail Middle School didn't have a track there, but what we did was we were bused out to the high school, which is where our home track meets were held, and, um, that was dope, you know what I mean, uh, we got to see the, the high school campus, a lot of the high school students were there practicing as well, and we had a pretty well-known, you know, track team, um, at that point in time, I believe guys like, uh, let's see... Daryl Hunter. I think that's his name. They call him Little Man. And uh, Tyron and Nas and let's see uh, Jerry Weeks and Jared Gates. They all were going to the high school at that point in time and I, I think they ended up winning the state championship as a matter of fact. But yeah, we got to like watch those dudes like work out and practice. and You know, it was a great example that they set as far as like what Needed to be done. To be successful. It was dope. It was dope to see. And um. I know I'm kind of jumping around here. But I'm trying to remember some. Some teachers. From my 7th grade year. One teacher that stuck out to me. Let's see. What was his name? can't think of his name right now. He was a cool cat. But he was my 7th grade pre-algebra teacher. Because you always have like one or two teachers. I think. You know once you go into like middle school and high school that like you connect with because i mean obviously in middle school we're jumping class to class we're not in you know one class all day like we were in elementary um you know there's a bell that like chimes us to our next destination and all that cool stuff yeah i forgot to explain that yeah that this was obviously my first experience with that so i mean like you know we all watch tv shows and I th- I'm trying to think popular shows were, at that point in time were stuff like Scrubs and Clueless. I mean, I wanted to be like those cats on TV. And, you know, this was our our experience at it. But, yeah. um, What is my man's name? He's my free algebra teacher. But he, I, I admired him so much because I always admired people that were good with numbers. Just because I, myself, was so horrible at it. I mean, I just... I'm still horrible with numbers. I wish that, you know, I, I saw rhythm in them, the way that I see words, but, um, I really, I really feel like I learned a lot about, you know, math itself just from him and being around him. Um, somebody sent me a message to my email address once I get it up and run it <laughs> to uh, remind me who our 7th grade pre teacher or teacher was. But, um, Let's see. I'm trying to think, what else was dope in Middle school. Yeah, I had a girlfriend back then, Natasha. Her name's Natasha Wilson now, but it was Natasha Thomas back then. We dated back then, and uh, I think dated to day just smooth. That was my homie. I did her so wrong, though, man. It was funny. I was dating Deja, and um, I used to always have this crush on Morgan, but Morgan hated my ass. But anyways, um, Morgan um, told somebody that she liked me while I was dating Deja. And my stupid ass broke up with Deja immediately and asked Morgan to go out with me. And she said yeah, and that you know, was cool for a couple of weeks or whatever. But then um she of course broke up with me and started dating this dude named Andre Amos. <laughs> Which was uh karma. That's that's what I got. That's what happens when you play people. But nah Deja was a good girl. I love Deja to death. That's what she ended up being one of my best friends um growing up. I don't talk to her much anymore, but shout out to Deja Smooth. I feel like she's married now, too. I should probably stop disrespecting her name and learn what that is. But, yeah, I mean, middle school and adolescence was fine, man. And, uh, I would say the friends that I still had or the friends that I made at that point in time are the ones that I still have. You know what I mean? Like I met a lot of people when I was in elementary school and you know a lot of them came and went but like the guys that you know we stuck with back then are are still cool with me to this day we had this little clique i don't know if i told y'all or not we used to call ourselves the ups upcoming players i mean you can call it a gang if you want i mean i guess we used to do some pretty foolish stuff sometimes but it was mainly just a group of us that wanted to stick together and uh keep each other out of trouble and make sure everybody was straight. Yeah. And I mean, it was you know myself, my cousin Dion, Big Coop, you know, Tommy, uh, my homie Tony Harrigan, Sean Hope, obviously, Georgie Gordo. And I mean, we just ran around middle school and kept each other protected, man. There wasn't nothing malicious about it. We all played sports together. We all, you know, made sure we were doing well in school we all kind of ran the neighborhood together too. Uh, it was always a way of telling them where everybody was, where everybody's bikes was laying, you know, because we all would just hop on our bikes and ride the city, you know, never too far, and then you know, out the way, but just that was just kind of like our way of um, kicking it, you know, staying out of trouble, especially when you know we weren't at practice or something like that. Just because it was a lot of mischief to be getting into. I remember uh, Sean had got a hold of one of his his brother's black and miles. We was all huddled up in somebody's garage. I don't know whose garage it was, but we was all passing around the black and miles. And it's so funny. I wouldn't hit that motherfucker. I was like, Nah, man. I never smoke, man. That's so stupid. I'm so dumb for smoking. Man, if I can only see me now. <laughs> but alright y'all, uh, I gotta go ahead and head in here to work. Today's episode was pretty boring, I ain't gonna lie, but um, maybe we will be a little more exciting next week. I'm just tired, I'm jet lagged, <laughs> I really ain't adjusted to being back in Springfield yet. I miss Arizona so bad, it was so much fun. But, yeah, on next week's episode, maybe I'll talk a little more about my trip. I need to upload some pictures and stuff and reminisce a little bit. Maybe I'll be a little more happy. I was a little somber today. I apologize for that. But, yeah, stick with me. Um, I don't plan on giving up or quitting no time soon. Oh, I do want to give a special shout-out to my moms. Um, she told me she finally stopped, sat down, and listened to the podcast. I haven't gotten to talk to her, um... Since she told me she listened to it. But I would definitely love to hear her insight. So maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about how she feels about the um, the uh, podcast itself. And then I have some interesting news that I need to dig a little bit more into before I reveal to you guys. But um, in my opinion it's a good thing. Nothing, Nothing bad. Nothing crazy. Nothing like that. But yeah, just stay tuned with me, folks. Again, this is a Mike and in LP. Hit me up for uh, business inquiries as well. I would love to, like, promote and advertise for different people. I know there's plenty of, you know, business owners out there, what have you, that would love for their, um, you know, business or what have you to be promoted for people to know about it. So, yeah, I mean, I got a small audience, but it's an audience, so holler at me. I'm always willing to work with people. I like to help people that are trying to help themselves so i'm gonna sign off but i'll talk to y'all a little later i'll see you next week peace